Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It's Hardline on News Radio 930 WBEN. This is Dave Debo. I've been joking all morning. Uh, what a week it is to talk politics. Uh, all three of the candidates running for governor or running for the Republican nomination for governor to challenge Andrew Cuomo were in Buffalo for a debate yesterday. And this is kind of like at the end of the Super Bowl when you say, now what are you going to do? Now I'm going to go on Hardline with Dave Debo. We just had on uh, John DeFrancisco, the state senator, one of the three at the debate yesterday. Earlier in the week, uh, about a month ago maybe it was, less than that, we had Joel Giambra on. Let's bring in the third and final candidate, at least so far. Joseph Holland is with us. He's running for governor as well. He was one of those on the stage at the GOP debate uh, yesterday. Mr. Holland, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Dave, for having me. I appreciate the opportunity to talk to you. Tell me about what you think is the number one issue in New York State right now. We have to end the exodus from New York State caused by overtaxation, overspending, and overregulation. In Governor Cuomo's tenure, in his eight years, over a million people have left the state because they're being overtaxed, businesses overregulated, and it's just too much government spending. We have to cut back on on all of that so that we can turn the state around and make it attractive for people to live here, not only so that people won't leave, that, you know, more people will, will come to the state and, you know, be, we need to make New York State the empire state again. Give me an example of the kind of things that can be cut. Can, can savings be achieved just by uh, waste, fraud, and abuse reductions? Or are there particular programs you could point to and say, hey, we don't need that? You know, it's, it's important to take a, a holistic approach to this. I mean, we have to, you know, cut spending in uh, some, some, really important, in some really important areas, but we also have to pre- be proactive in, you know, economic development. Uh, and one of the, the big areas where Governor Cuomo has failed is in energy development. He's been against fracking, and there's a great opportunity given the surge in innovation and technological breakthroughs in the, in the energy field, particularly with the natural resources that we have in New York State. There's the Marcellus Shale. There's the Utica Shale. These are natural resources which, if we can strategically exploit, we can create trillions of cubic feet of recoverable natural gas and turn, and particularly upstate where we need economic development, we can we can turn the economy around. In his campaign and on stage yesterday, Joel Giambra has talked a lot of times about uh, the fact that New York State is so highly democratic, the fact that Governor Cuomo has such a large war chest that we need a different kind of Republican, maybe a more liberal Republican, maybe one that is closer to the Democratic Party in order to peel votes away from Governor Cuomo. Do you agree on the spectrum of conservative to liberal? Where would you place yourself? And do you think we need a different sort of uh, Republican Party in order to win? Dave, I am a uh, Republican conservative, but I am 
a different kind of Republican conservative. I am a African American businessman, lawyer, and ordained minister with a history of community empowerment uh, through my work in the New York City area, particularly in Harlem. I have a unique profile. Uh, I have upstate roots, both family and school. My, my father hails from uh, Auburn, New York, in Cayuga County. In fact, he's a legend in that area. The high school football stadium is named after uh, him, Holland Stadium, because he went on to become a, a, a college All-American football player at Cornell University and then on to a distinguished career. I followed in his footsteps at Cornell uh, as an uh, All-American football player and then went on and got my law degree at, at, at Harvard. But instead of going corporate, I, I went community and have been active, uh, as I said earlier, as a lawyer, as a businessman, and as a, as a minister. And because of that unique profile, you know, I can bring to the Re Republican Party a different kind of messaging, a different kind of, of imaging, and to make history. Uh, if I'm nominated, I, I will be the first African-American, first person of color to be nominated by the Republican Party uh, for statewide office in New York. And if elected, uh, I would be the first elected governor in the state. Uh, David Patterson was governor, but he was appointed. Right. He ascended from the lieutenant governorship. Do you, do you think that your, your status as an African-American gives you an edge in such a liberal state? You know, the edge comes not just from my ethnicity. I mean, the, uh, the, the, the imaging, of course, is important, as I said, making history. But it, it comes from uh, what, what I've done, my, my track record. I, I started in, and ran a homeless shelter in, in Harlem uh, for, for many years. Uh, I started a clinic for drug abusers and ex-offenders. Uh, in Harlem, which continues to this day, it, uh, celebrated its 30th anniversary uh, many years ago. As we, as you know, you know there is an opioid crisis uh, not only in the state but but in the country. I, I have a a track record of programming and, and outreach to to help people who have have been hurting, uh, and, and because of that, uh, I, I I am an out, outside of the Albany. Right, you sound a little bit like a guy who believes in the power of of private sector programs to to help people, along with perhaps government programs. Are there things that the state government's doing right now that you want to see them stop doing, and vice versa? Are there things they're not doing right now that you'd love to see them get into? A absolutely, Dave. I mean, one of my my big concerns is Governor Cuomo's handling of people with developmental disabilities. You know, that, 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 is, that is a big problem. And, you know, I, I would like to see, you know, state government be, you know, much more, you know, proactive in the programming with people who, you know, are, are suffering because they were born with these disabilities, you know, due to uh, no fault of their own. You know, I'm talking to parents uh, who you know, have, have children with these disabilities and the challenges that they have just getting the services, just getting the, the programming that's, that's required 
is, uh, you know, it's it's just wrong. I mean, we need to turn, we need to turn that, uh, we need to turn that around. It's also a a larger problem you know, that I call uh, the big government approach to addressing the, the the needs of the working class and low income people. This dates back to the war on poverty that President Lyndon Johnson announced so many years ago. Are you one of those that says the Johnson War was a failure? It has failed. If you look at the poverty rate, uh, Dave, it was 14.7% back then, and it's it's 14.5% now, with some by some estimates $20 trillion spent in government assistance on, uh, on welfare programs. We need a grassroots approach um, where, yes, I'm not talking about, you know, cutting all spending. I'm talking about being more strategic in how this money is spent, empowering local groups, empowering faith-based entities, empowering grassroots organizations at the community level so that there are, uh, a, there's, there's assistance that's provided, but it's uh, provided in balance with accountability structures so that we can move people you know, up the social economic ladder. I've tried to ask the same questions of each one of the candidates, so the interviews are all pretty much the same. But a couple of people have chimed in. We have a message board here where people can text me information. Several people have said, uh, hey, ask him about the SAFE Act. Where do you stand on that? Yeah, I, I am against the, the SAFE Act. Uh, I, I do think that, you know, the, the gun violence, you know, in our society is a problem. But it's the way that you uh, address it, and you don't address it by restricting people's constitutional rights. Uh, the Second Amendment, you know, gives people constitutional rights, and, you know, the way to address it is, you know, to make sure, you know, gun owners understand that, they, you know, they have a responsibility, and, you know, make sure we enforce those responsibilities. But uh, I, I think the kind of you know, overreach that, that Governor Cuomo has been uh, responsible for is not the right way to address it. And what do you think is the biggest difference between yourself and Joel Giambra and yourself and John D. Francisco? I, I am an outsider to uh, Albany, so I have to contrast myself with um, uh, Senator DeFrancisco. Uh, you know, I respect him. He has an esteemed record in the legislature, but uh, that's, what, that's not what New York State needs right now. Uh, I, I am an outsider, but I'm an experienced outsider. I served in the legislature as an appointed official as counsel to the Senate Housing Committee. That was back in the 1980s. And then I served in, in the executive branch as housing commissioner, under Governor Pataki in, in the 1990s. So, Dave, I, I have experience in Albany, but I bring an outsider's perspective that can help bring both the energy and the strategy to set a new uh, agenda and, and a new direction in, in Harlem. You know, much the same way that, you know, President Trump, as an outsider, has, has brought uh, new new direction to, to Washington. All right. Now, uh, closing moments here. I, I know you said you have to dash somewhere else, so we'll let you go a little early. But uh, tell me about the challenge. Governor Cuomo has, according to some estimates, anywhere from 25 to $30 million in his war chest. 
The state is obviously much more democratic in terms of voter registration. Talk about the obstacles there and the kind of support you've got from the rest of the Republican Party statewide. Dave, I'm glad you outlined the challenge because, you know, it's very important to be, you know, open-eyed going into this, which I, which I absolutely am. Uh, in terms of Governor Cuomo, yes, uh, absolutely a formidable uh, opponent here, but one with, with vulnerabilities. You know, I talked about the need to end the exodus. He, he came in with the promise of reviving New York State's uh, economy. That hasn't happened. People have continued to, you know, to leave the state because the economic opportunities are not here. He came in with the promise to clean up Albany ethically. That hasn't happened. In fact, it's gotten worse with one of his chief aides on trial for, for corruption right now. He has vulnerabilities which can be exploited by a candidate of my unique profile. I am not of Albany. I'm an outsider that can come in with a strong message. And the Republican uh, Party, Republican leaders, you know, have res- responded positively to that. I'm recently in the race, but at this point I've gotten encouraging responses from the leadership. And once again, I go back, Dave, to my unique profile as a candidate. I have the upstate uh, profile through school and family roots to hold the upstate Republican base, but because I've been in Harlem for the last 30 years doing community empowerment work and other dynamic outreach, uh, I have both the network and the credibility downstate to move the numbers in a positive way to get the winning coalition here uh, for victory in November. All right, and I heard you say you're a minister. We don't want to keep you late for church, so I'm going to have to let you go here. Thanks so much for spending some time with us this morning. Joseph Holland, one of the candidates running for governor, wanting to get the Republican nomination to run against Andrew Cuomo. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 